Hello, what's up guys? Welcome back to Gen Alpha Talk. In today's episode, I'll be talking about programming languages. I haven't updated you guys about programming languages in this year yet, I think. So today, I'll be telling you guys the best programming language to learn and to use in 2022. It's not as simple of a choice as it seems. Some languages are popular and overrated, while others are trendy but obscure among recruiters. Either way, it can be hard to find a job with them. Other coding languages are very old, and it can be hard to break into an industry with developers who possess 20-plus years of experience. Some are high in demand and low in supply, but very difficult to learn and apply. You also need to pick a language applicable to the type of work you're doing. For instance, SQL is an appropriate choice for a back-end web developer, yet it will do little for application developers who aren't working with database. Generally, it's a safe choice to go with a language that is already well-known, New enough that there's a high demand for young developers and has stayed popular for several years so you can be sure it won't just burn out. It can also be appropriate to jump on a bandwagon and learn a rising language that might net you a better salary. Or go for an older language that still runs a lot on towards existing technology. So, year by year and even month by month, the trends in programming languages constantly shift. It's a good idea to keep an eye on the top and rising languages, yet that might not be easy if you don't have a foot in the industry. Luckily, there are several tools out there that track what programming languages are seeing most in the real world. Either automatically or through developer surveys, this can allow you to pick one that's sure that be in high demand, or make predictions on which may soon land you a better job. It can also give you a good idea of which languages are on a steady downward trend, that way you don't invest time and energy into it. You can use these tools to find out if your desired language is on its way up or down. PYPL, the Popularity of Programming Language Index, tracks searches for the language tutorial keyword in Google Worldwide and compares it to trends from a year ago. It's a good metric for tracking how many new developers are getting into a language. TIOBE is a monthly index that works similarly to PYPL to track searches and determine which languages are most prolific. It dates back to 2001 and you can see some of the past trends of your favorite languages. IEEE Spectrum. If you don't trust just one source, how about 11? IEEE combines data from all across the internet to determine which languages are rising. You can even sort their list by trending, job searches, or a custom ranking. And lastly, a very popular one, Stack Overflow. Each year, Stack Overflow, a very popular Q&A website for developers, holds a survey of its users. Here you can find the most common languages used by developers like you, as well as the most wanted and even hated technologies. So, all clear? Let's have a look at the pros and cons of several programming languages. The first one is the most popular one, Python. As of 2022, Python definitely seems like the best programming language to learn. It's been topping the popularity charts for some time now. Everyone who doesn't already know it seems to want to get into it. And despite its popularity and the sheer number of people with Python skills, it's a language many job providers are asking for and paying for. But what makes Python such a prolific language right now? Though it has been around since 1991, Python has a recent resurgence in popularity, and here's why. It is easy to write, which makes it very easy to learn. The readable syntax means no more giving yourself headaches squinting at your own code. At the same time, it's both powerful and incredibly flexible. Python can do almost anything. Use it to write applications, break into high-paying industries like machine learning, or even in web development. It's all possible through a wide range of frameworks and libraries from Django to TensorFlow to NumPy. Python's growth as a language has been stunning, and it shows no signs of stopping. 
This means more jobs, courses, libraries, and resources are available for you. The problem is that Python has been so popular for so long, they could easily become oversaturated. The language versatility alleviates that somewhat, it was still something to consider. Another problem is that Python developer isn't much of a desirable job on its own. To get hired, you may need to apply your Python skills to more specialized roles. Examples are data analysts, web application developer, or machine learning specialists. This likely means getting familiar with some of Python's library and seeing what you can do. Next is Java. Created in 1995, Java is a very old technology, yet it remains one of the top programming languages in the world. And despite how ancient it is, Java recruiters can't seem to get enough. That's because it still powers Android apps, web backends, and even real-world devices like televisions. Over 15 billion devices run Java, and through the decades it's remained nearly as popular as it once was. That means there's plenty of plenty of tutorials, tools, and resources to help you work with it. Besides its versatility in function, thanks to Java Virtual Machines, the language is platform agnostic and it will work on basically any device. It also has a good learning curve, it's not too difficult to break into it even as a beginner, and the pacing of learning intermediate and advanced Java is very smooth. There are problems with Java. It can be very difficult to enter the industry as a new coder with so many senior developers with 20 more years of experience. As more modern languages like Python emerge, it could begin to steadily decline in popularity. can already see the effects in action, while it's not on its way out anytime soon. There's no telling whether that will still be true 10 or 20 years from now. Next is JavaScript. It may sound like Java, but it's not. It's completely different. JavaScript is another candidate for best programming languages to learn this year, and one that many employers ask for, especially in the web development industry where its role is to make web pages interactive. The technology is also flexible enough to make any kind of application not just front-end web apps. The issue is that it can be difficult to find a high-paying job for such a prolific language. Especially in some niches, it's all but required to learn it. But for both front- and back-end developers, getting into JavaScript is a smart move. The language isn't too hard to learn, especially if you already have one or two others under your belt. It's not a bad one to learn early in your career either. You may also want to check out TypeScript or a library framework like React, which is how you finally get power up, uh, out of JavaScript. Next is Swift. Swift almost exclusively appears on Apple products, of which there is certainly a market for app developers. I took a course once and uh, it was pretty cool. One of my seniors from my school was actually an Apple developer, so he made a club called Swift Coding Club and I joined, it was pretty cool. If Mac or iOS development is interesting to you, this language is something you're definitely going to have to pick up. The issue is that it's not a language that translates well outside of this context. You can use it on other devices, but its target group is definitely primarily Apple operating systems. If that's not what you're aiming at, it might not be the best idea to learn this programming language. Still, Swift is a very fast and efficient coding language designed as an alternative to Objective-C. It has a lot of its best features and is also not a difficult language for beginners. Kotlin. Swift and Java are both very important languages for mobile app development, but don't forget about Kotlin too. It's a little easier to pick up than Java, which makes it a popular choice for Android developers. It's also uh, interoperable with Java, so if you've already started using it, you don't need to start your project from scratch. In addition, you can use Kotlin for iOS developments thanks to Kotlin multi-platform. Though it's not as popular as Swift or iOS, it means this is a language with lots of flexibility and potential. Next is C++. 
should you want to learn a language that's really flexible and capable of almost anything, C++ might fit the ticket. It's a very powerful programming language or designing anything from simple applications to entire operating systems. Downside of it is, C++ is not very easy to learn. The language will teach you many of the core essentials of coding and building programs, but it will take much more time to get the hang of than something like Python. Also came out the whole 10 years before Java, so it's even older and has similar issues. At the same time, it does not quite possess Java's popularity. But if you want to build a powerful program and applications that build a robust backend, look into C++. Next is C hashtag. If C++ is interesting to you in theory, but too low level, old, and difficult to learn, C hashtag might be worth trying instead. This object-oriented language is not as versatile, and in fact, is primarily for application development. It's a lot easier to get into. Uh, hashtag goals is specifically to be less overly complex than popular app development languages like C++ and Java. Handles lots of things automatically that these other languages require you to code yourself, which means more time saved. It's also a great first language for new developers because it's easy to pick up. Next is R. Interested in data science, statistics, and graphics, R is the language. It's able to analyze and visualize large volumes of data, which makes it very different from most other programming languages. R is not a very easy to want to learn. Even if this isn't your first programming language, its syntax is not like anything you're likely used to. And if you've never tried learning coding before and don't have a good background in science or statistics, you may not have a very good time trying to figure out on your own. On the other hand, R opens up the door to industries that involve business, research, statistics, and economics, all of which can pay very well. Next is SQL. SQL is a language that deals with data and databases. It's useful if you're looking to get into web development or data analysis fields. On the other hand, if you're planning to focus more on app development, SQL likely won't be much of use to you. But in certain jobs, especially back in web development, knowing SQL is a very good idea, and a developer who can handle databases well is a valuable asset on a web development team. Next is Ruby. Ruby is a general-purpose, object-oriented programming language, much like Python. And while it doesn't win out in popularity, it doesn't have it does have its beliefs and benefits. People use it a lot. Developers describe Ruby as a more elegant language. While Ruby itself is a widely used tool for software development, the framework Ruby on Rails is a very popular solution for web development. Many web applications run on ROR, while Python's Django is giving it a run for its money. It's still a common technology. Lastly, it's Go. Go or Golang. Is a general-purpose language by Google. It is also one of the best choices for beginners, being among the easiest programming languages to learn. Released in 2012, it's comparatively young, but many developers are interested. Go is a more similar to C-based languages than Python. One of its main uses is in developing systems like servers and networking, so you can also use it to make apps like anything else. Being a new language, you may find it easier to get a job without as much older and more experienced competition. Also looks good on a resume, coming from Google and all. All of the languages I have here are staples in the industry and have a fairly good chance of continuing to grow and generate jobs. That means you can pick one you like and have fairly good prospects with any of them. If you would rather take a risk and try out a brand new but less reliable language that could potentially earn you a high paying job, you take a look at indexes like PYPL or TILBE. These can point you into the right direction. 
So remember that while it's important to pick a programming language that's likely to help your career, there's no such thing as wasted time. Every new technology you pick up leads to a deeper understanding of programming and another thing on your resume. Plus, you never know when a language could surge into popularity and put you ahead of the competition. So, which programming language will you learn this year? Tell me in the comments and start looking for courses and tutorials to help you get started. Shannon Phil will say thank you. That's the end I have today, and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.